Today it's Luke chapter 4, verse 31 to, through 5, verse 11. Two little stories or vignettes, if you will, and light into what's going on. In the first portion of the scripture, he's there, he's healing people, he's casting out demons. He has the authority to do that. He has the ability to do that because his power is greater than any other power and he is able to do it. In the second, in chapter 5, we see another scenario, but basically the same story behind it. It's the story where Jesus is taught He's sitting in a boat. Disciples have fished all night. He's done teaching. He tells them, go out just a little ways and throw the nets down. Simon being the guy that he is, you know, you're not a fisherman, I am. You know, you don't catch fish in a day like this. And besides that, you've got to go out in the deep water. You can't just go a little ways out. And it says, they go out, he, he utters great words, but because you say so. Because you told me to, I'll do it. Boy, is that a huge statement. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. But because you said it, I'll do it. And we're told that they caught a catch that was so large it had never happened before. It was so great that they couldn't believe how many fish there were. And here again, Jesus has control over the invisible. He goes beyond what we can see and understand. Simon looks at him after the catch and is brought in and is there. He says, look, get away from me. I'm a sinful man. I don't understand what you're doing. I don't understand how you do this. But I recognize I see something in you that I don't see in me. And what I see in me, I don't like. But what I see in you, I'm in awe of. And so, Caesar says, don't be afraid. And they left everything, and followed Jesus. So if you're going to be a disciple, as they witnessed all of this, they witnessed him healing. They witnessed him casting out demons. They witnessed him bringing together a catch that was incredible to be. Here, here's some, let me give you four things real quickly of what you have to do. You, you have to be compliant. You have to be willing to say, you know, I don't understand it, but I'm in. I'll do it. You, you just have to really come to that place where you submit your will to God. And when they chose to follow him, they didn't know where he was going. They didn't know what was involved. They just knew that he had something they didn't, and he was in control over things that they weren't, and they wanted to be in on that. And then you have to comprehend who God is and who you aren't to be able to recognize that God works in spite of what we see and what we've experienced. That God can do things far beyond our understanding and our ability. And we trust Him to do the miraculous. We believe that He will work in our lives to bring things about that we don't under, can't uh, see, and yet we know He'll be faithful. And, and then you have to capitulate to what he wants to do. There has to be a complete abandonment to this. It's not, well, I'll trust you this time and we'll see about the next time. It's not, well, you know, you did this one. and Okay, that, that's enough for today, but I need something more tomorrow. It's an ongoing submission, surrender to God, 
knowing that he has never changed, he never will change, I can still trust him. He's still able to do things I can't, and he is worth my life. And I will make a commitment that says, God, no matter what happens, I'm in. I'm going to come after you. I want to be your disciple. I want to be your follower. I want to do the things in my life that honor you and please you. And God, I may not understand it. And many times, God, when I consider you and me, I find out I'm way short of what I should be. But you alone have the life. You alone have what I long for in life. And so I will give you my all. And that's what they did. And that's where their life changed for the better for the rest of their life. Keep the faith. Mm-hmm.